For more great content, make sure you follow 717 Sports Media on all your podcast listening platforms. Also follow us on social media on Twitter at 717 underscore sports, Facebook and Instagram at 717 Sports Media. We're also checking on our website daily for your daily news and sports videos at 717sportsmedia.com. Jacksonville, but he's a Browns fan. Love it. Uh, the number one troll on earth, I call him, uh, Chad Clark. Uh, um, so we're back after probably, no, no, probably the best playoff games, back-to-back games we've had since it started. Would you agree with that? I would, but first, Coach, I just want to, you know, wish you Merry Christmas and, uh, you know, hopefully you had a happy new year. You know, we're, we took a little hiatus over the holidays. And uh, how was how was your Christmas? Did you have a good Christmas, Coach? Yeah, it was great Christmas. And then we went down to Atlanta from the 26th to the 31st. I was down there with all those old Miss Penn State fans. I was staying in a hotel. A lot of them were. Oh, I went to the College Football Hall of Fame. It is awesome. Anybody listening? Chad, you got to go. It's incredible. They, it, they do it really well done. Um, I had a great time. We went there the whole family. We were there for like three hours, and we really enjoyed it. They have interactive stuff. You can like sing the fight song. You can do a, a game day set. Uh, you kick field at field goals, forty yard dash, all this stuff. It's really cool. Okay, I let, let's my follow up to that. Did you kick a field goal, or did you run a forty yard dash? I kicked a field goal, and I just missed it. I went old school. I went so, old school, and. So it, 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 yeah, I went toe kick, and I I missed it by like three feet. It just went right below. Oh so. man, how how far? Fifteen yarder? Uh, I think it was twenty. Yeah, it was like twenty, twenty, twenty two, something like that. Just missed it. Anyways, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a I had a blast there, and uh, uh, it, you know, I tell you, you know, it's college football index. Uh, it was fast. Oh, I saw Calesta. Calesta was there. He just pulled up, and then we gave each other a hug, said hi. He was running somewhere. I was, and he was down there. So it was crazy because we stayed at a hotel like literally two blocks away from from uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's a beautiful area. and But I'll tell you this observation I had. Penn State fans are like your rowdy, crazy people, and Ole Miss fans are not. They're just like a different group. You know, it's very much a buttoned-up group. You know what I mean? The guys were wearing like polo shirts and a little more quiet, and the Penn State fans were like, ah! And then they, you know, the, the women are wearing skirts with boots, and it's just like a different vibe. And uh, but it, it was fun. I, I was glad we went down, and just got away a little bit, and so that was a lot of fun. And you didn't go to the game, right, Coach? No, was... we didn't go to the game. We went to the fan fest, which was free, and they had all, all these trampolines and all this stuff for the kids to do. It was a completely free event. <laughs> we did not go to the game. Uh, we went to a lot of places. We went to the Aquarium Zoo, Coca Cola, uh, Civil Rights Museum. We did every, everything you think of down there. It was it was fun. So. Well, I can tell you, uh, the you know the the Nitty Lions got their asses kicked. They did, they did, they did. They did not play well. Uh, I watched Big Ten is Big Ten. Now they're in Michigan. Looks like the Big Ten's a one uh, is a one one ba- one man band. Yeah, but the Big Ten is doesn't Washington count? <laughs> yeah, I, I did say that. I mean, you got two two teams in the national title, both uh, both being the Big Ten. All right, guys, so we're going to go over the college football playoffs from last night, and then we're going to hit some transfer portal stuff, uh, go over some of the bowl records, and, and pick our, our college football championship. All right, so let's go over the first one. Michigan, Alabama, 27-20 Michigan. <sighs> Crazy game. What a great, great game. One of the best college football games I've seen in a long time. Just, it really was. It, it, it was a great game. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I've never rooted for anybody harder than in my life than I did for Alabama. And, um, you know, I lost some money a decent amount on uh, Bama. I thought Bama would win. But, you know, I think that, you know, Michigan outplayed them the whole game. I mean, the second half, Michigan really didn't do much, though. I'll say this. I think Michigan outplayed them badly in the first half, and Alabama was lucky. The turnovers. 
Yeah, the turnovers. The turnovers cost Michigan, you know, or the I guess the punt. Um, they kind of shot themselves in the foot in the first half. And then, you know, the, man, they slept through the third quarter, I thought. Didn't you think, Coach, that third quarter, Michigan just – I, I, I thought I, – here's what I think happened. I, I, playing I think, not to lose. They're they're playing not to lose. Well, I, 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 I think this is what happened. happened. This is what I think happened. I think that first half, Michigan came out with a better game plan and just, just beat them up a little bit. And and they should have been up by more, but the muff punt really changed the, the the first half. Second half, I think Alabama came out better, better coach, better prepared. And then that punter flipped the field. That punter from Alabama is unreal. He averaged fifty mm-hmm. yards a punt, and he a couple times he flipped them inside the ten. And 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 Michigan and 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 they really were playing well uh, on defense. And so I, I, and then when they went up seven, I thought it was over. Uh, I just thought, you know, it, it was over. But Michigan and JJ McCarthy, JJ McCarthy made Ooh. the drive of the game. JJ McCarthy was the difference yes, in the did. game, in my opinion. JJ McCarthy was. Jalen Monroe is a nice story, nice kid, great kid, probably an unbelievable human. He can't throw the ball. He just can't. He's very, he struggles. Anything underneath, he's inaccurate. He throws a deep, deep ball, but they took the deep ball away. Good and deep just ball. So yeah. I, I thought he struggled mightily. Even even this, the last play of the game, if he takes a second and runs to the left, he walks in. The play was designed to go off tackle, and he went up the middle. And the other thing was he had the running back wide open the flat. So if he goes to the left or throws the flat, they score a touchdown, we're going to another overtime. But that's what happens. It breaks the game, close game. So, it, you know, big win for Michigan. Yeah, it looked like it, that last play, he kind of got tripped up a little bit before he got started. He kind of got that – he kind of got hit-checked, and then well, the Michigan stat was swarmed up. I mean, Alabama's starting centers it was awful all night. I mean, he, he had horrible snaps. And, like, like you know, timing is everything in those type of offenses. Like, you need to have that snap right there. And when you have it low like that, it just screws up the timing. And I think it was a little low, and I think he did. Like, the turf was a little off. People kept slipping. You notice that? Like yeah. Michigan, the one time had third and eight, they threw it to the kid, and he was there was nobody near him from Bamba, and he just slipped. And the Moreau well, slipped was, a few times. It's kind of natural. It's like kind of like natural grass. I feel like like they're like the footing just wasn't there. You know, I I, I did notice that as well. I got to say that JG McCarthy, what what a quarterback. I mean, this is a guy that you know he was heavily recruited, but you know Ohio State didn't want him. Notre Dame didn't want him, and he he would have died. I guess he he wanted to go to Notre Dame, and guess who guess who didn't want him? Alabama's offensive coordinator Tommy Reese went with Buckner over JJ McCarthy. They didn't want him either. They they picked mm-hmm. McCarthy over. They they, they picked uh, they, Buckner uh, uh, McCord over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. the, you know the difference was McCord. That's the thing, though. McCord committed it early. McCarthy was blowing up a little later. But, yeah, he did want to go to Ohio State, and he did want to go to Notre Dame, but he went to Michigan. So, good for Michigan. Michigan got that kid, and, and he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks in Michigan history. You know? Um, what's, you know his ups- what's his upside? Yeah, what's his upside, Coach, in the NFL? Do you think he – first-round pick? I mean, we're, you, you're pretty good at you know, this draft analyst type things. So have you looked at him to kind of see where he might go? Well, I, I actually – it's to? interesting. I just got in a debate with a couple friends of mine, and they're all saying Penix is moving in the first round. And I don't know about that. I Everything I say, think right now is Caleb or Drake. I think it's Caleb one, then Drake. And then three is Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels has separated himself. And then the fourth, fifth spot is really between, I think, McCarthy and I think Penix. But I think McCarthy – the thing I have a worry about, I think Penix is awesome. And I take him in the second or third, but I don't know if I take him in the first round. The thing I like about like what you said, you made a great point, and I gotta give you credit, is McCarthy can move. How many quarterbacks in the NFL can't move? Starting quarterbacks. Not many. And Penix is kind of a stiff in the back and in, in the pocket. He can move a little bit, but he's a pocket guy. And how he gets along so well is you know, they have the best old line in the country. That's the Joe Moore award winning offensive line. They're really good up front and they protect the crap out of him. Um, so I think McCarthy is a borderline first round pick, and I think he's going pro. Uh, Jim's going to leave him, and he's going to go too. Yeah, you think Jim leaves more or less if they win the national title? 
I think he's gone regardless. I think that he's going because he got Michigan back to where they are, and he's he wants to go back and win a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah, he's a strange fellow. You can't. I don't know if we can predict what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. No, you I don't know, think he's, he's supposed to give interviews. Yeah, he, he's just different. He's a different guy. Michigan wants to wants to give him the big contract, but they said they they won't unless he guarantees he won't go to the NFL for a year or two. Which every year he flirts with the NFL. So I don't yeah. know. I think he's going back to NFL. And I and and I know you might tell oh, I'm sorry, Graves. I'm telling you, March or April, the hammer is going to come down for the NCA. When that does, he he's not an idiot. He's like Pete Carroll. What Pete Carroll do? Pete Carroll left when he knew the hammer was coming down. And I think he's leaving. He's leaving because and the other thing is they're losing everybody. They're, this team is an unbelievable team. And I've been, you know, and and I hate them, obviously, but they're an unbelievable team. And they're losing a lot of teams. Like they're gonna fall back. They're probably like a nine and three team next year because their schedule is really tough next year and they're losing a lot. So I, I think it's just it, it's timing and everything. And and I think he's gone to the NFL. I think the Chargers make a lot of sense. I think Vegas makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Bears, even even the Bears. And no, Bears said that that, the Bears is keeping you. Well, we'll they announced it. Yeah. So. Anyway, so, but it was a great game. I mean, let me ask this. I'm gonna ask you this question. I thought about this all day. I think that Alabama overachieved because they had a quarterback that was limited, and their wide receiver skill sucks. They don't have a legit wide receiver skill, and their O line is very shaky. There, you know, coach. I was just, I was just thinking. I, listen, how, how many sacks did Michigan have? Six or seven? It was five in the first half. So what did they get in the second half? Two. Two. So I think that I think they had seven. So they ended it with seven, which is pretty unbelievable. But a lot of the, a lot of that has to do with their defensive backs. Their defensive backs locked up Bama's wide receivers like nothing I've seen this season. With you know, Bama could throw the. None of those deep balls were even there. It's not that it's not that Monroe he may maybe overthrew a couple, but I mean those defensive backs were were sticking to them pretty good. I mean that's tell you what Michigan is a well coached team, like you said. They their team is a bunch of studs, um, you know, and they're not they're not a bunch of five star kids either. I mean they they've been developed, they've been coached, and I gotta give Harbaugh a lot of credit. You know he took a lot of heat those first couple of years, but man he's these last three years, this team that he had three straight playoff teams, you know, and beat Nick Saban, a Nick, Nick Saban led team to get the national title. And now, you know, listen, they're going up against the Washington team now. It's not going to be no cakewalk. Washington's a hell of a football team. But man, Michigan, they're, they're front seven, they're defensive backs. There's not, they don't, they don't have many, they don't have many holes in that defense. I can tell you that. No, I agree. Uh, you know, when Harbaugh – see, Harbaugh went through – when he got hired, you know, he went through a lot of offensive coordinators, right? And then he had a defensive coordinator, you know, Don Brown. Don Brown was – Don Brown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And Yeah. And Ohio State just killed Don Brown. Uh, I mean, they, they just tormented him. So what did, what did he do? He had the pandemic year, right? He went two and four in the pandemic year. And, and, you know, and, and like, there was a lot of heat on Harbaugh. So what did he do? He went back and he went and got a couple good coordinators. Their court defense coordinator right now is one of the best in college football. He's unreal. The way they use their coverages and the way they mix between a match man, a man and zone is unreal. They're very well coached on defense. They're, they're, they're at like an NFL level coached defense on offense. Sharon Moore has done an incredible job. Uh, they, you know, they mentioned, Herbie mentioned in the broadcast, they went, you know, why I thought Alabama would win is generally when you are a pro style, run the ball at Alabama team, they destroy you. That's who Alabama's good at, at stopping. They struggle with Johnny Manziel. We're going to spread you out, throw you all around the yard, RPOs. And let's be honest, give Sean Moore some credit. He went to more spread looks. They were in 11 personnel, a lot more than 12. So they went back and they opened, they played more four, three, four wide receivers than they did all year. They opened it up and McCarthy made the plays he should have. So Michigan kind of got away from who they've been the last three years to win a playoff game. And if you look at Harbaugh, I mean, six straight bowl games he lost. And it was always something was weird with them, with them in bowl games. Even before this run, they were losing bowl games. They were losing to Ohio State, and they were losing bowl games. 
So you got to give him credit, and he changed it. He changed the culture. He changed the coaching staff around. And I think it, it just it is a great job by him. And, and I think that the other thing I'll say well, before we get to the second game is there's parity in college football. It's not Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia anymore. It's, you know, these teams are doing a great job in the transfer portal, NIL, whatever they're doing, and they're developing players, and it's creating a more balanced college football. And it's probably only going to get better now with 12-team playoff. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree, Coach, and, and that's uh, that's kind of how I saw it. You know, it's there's a lot of parity. And, and listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a Ohio State um, – I guess you would say a hater, I guess is a word, is a term you would use. But honestly, they might have been just as good as, like, they belonged in some sort of a playoff. Like, for Ohio State, and I know they laid an egg against Missouri, do they look like they want to be there? You know, they were playing their third-string quarterback. I get it. They're all excuses. They still laid an egg. But, like, to have a team like Georgia, Ohio State, the Florida State team, that not the one that they put on the field against Georgia – I'm sure we'll get to that game. These teams deserve to be in some sort of playoff. This is long overdue, Coach. Long overdue. We well, need right. this If you look at Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State went toe to toe with Michigan, and like you know, I, I saw some stuff. I was texting some people. I was like, Michigan made more mistakes in that game than they did three years against Ohio State. I swear to God, three games against Ohio State, they played almost near perfect games against us. Like they didn't. They, they had didn't some drops. Yeah. They didn't do miss field goals. They, they they didn't miss field goals. They didn't do muff punts. You know they didn't miss an extra like like the, the snap with the extra point. They didn't do any of that crazy stuff against us, and they do it against them. I mean, we got one of those breaks last three. You know, last year especially, we might have won. I mean, it was a close game. It went down to the last drive, and so you're right. I mean, Michigan deserves it because they they've been clutched down the stretch. They played well against. Penn State and they played well against Ohio State and you caught it. They were beat up a little bit and they healed and, and they came out with a great game plan. And and McCarthy made so he, many six plays. or seven plays. Six yeah. or seven plays with his legs. He was with better than Monroe. That's the difference in the game. With his legs. How many yes. he ran for two or three first downs. I think a couple times he had like seven or eight yards on first down. He extended some plays to the outside. That I, I know that drive, the first the I think it's the second drive. He he escaped to the right. He threw that ball. They overturned it. They called it out of bounds. That's the type of plays that are game-winning football plays where you extend that drive where you think it's third and eight, third and nine. There's no way you're getting the first down. Bama well, brought the pressure. Is- he escaped the product. Boom. It's just, that's 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 football. I mean, he boy, he's a hell of a quarterback. And he's, yeah, he no, got no, a lot of respect right. for me. I can tell you that. Well, yeah, I agree. And, and the other thing is, and he was the difference in the Michigan game, Ohio State Michigan game. And so uh so you gotta think McCarthy. The other thing is I think McCarthy and I think Pennings, I think Monroe too, for sure, and probably yours too. Like these guys love these these you see the teammates, they love McCarthy. You see the team the Alabama teammates love love Jalen. You know, Jalen left it out on the field. He he just limited it as a quarterback at times. But you know, I tell you what, they don't make it that far without him. You know, he made a lot of big plays, the Auburn game, the Georgia game. He made a lot of big plays to get him there. So Jalen Monroe deserves a lot of credit, Um, you know. And so, you know, it's kind of crazy when you think, big picture when you think about this game. Saban, outside of losing, the first year he lost to Ohio State in the semifinal. He hasn't lost the semifinal since. And then this is the first time. Now, it's going to be more next year when we have 12 teams. But think about this. This is the first Big Ten team to get a win besides Ohio State in a playoff game. You know, it's been Ohio State and Michigan State didn't do it. Michigan had not. So, you know, it, it's a really a big game for Michigan when, you know, Michigan had been two – they lost two years in a row in the, in the, the playoffs. Harbaugh lost six straight bowls, and no Big Ten team had won a, uh, won a playoff game besides Ohio State, and now all those are, are ended. And so that was a great win for Michigan, great win for their program. And, you know, for the Big Ten, you know, everybody's talking SEC Big Ten. You know, that's a big win for, you know, for the for the Big Ten against the SEC, and the SEC won't be in the championship game. 27 million people watched that game last night, Coach. 27 million. I didn't miss one play. Yeah, I didn't miss one play. I was glued to it. 
you, you know, a lot of times when I watch football, sometimes I'll be like work, doing schoolwork, writing articles. I did not. My, my computer was put away. And when it was playing, I put my phone down. I didn't want to see reaction. And, you know, but yeah, that was a great game. I love the, the Rose Bowl. I got to go, great- man. I got to go, Clark. I got to go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It looks unreal, buddy. I know. I agree. Uh, the grand, the granddaddy of them all. I got. I want to make it out there too. But I, I know a couple of people have been there, and they they said it's everything that you, you you dream of. It's just it's a it's an unbelievable experience. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Sugar Bowl. I fell asleep, but I did come up. And I did wake up and do the highlights. Uh, Sugar Bowl, Washington thirty-seven, Texas thirty-one. Another great game. Second biggest game. Second biggest game of the year, and you you didn't stay up for it. Come on, you coach. stayed up the whole game. Hell yeah! I I fell asleep. I was so tired, man. Um, but yeah, great game. You know what can I say? I mean, I thought you know Michael Penix Jr. How incredible was he, Clark? Well, I'll tell you what. If they played this game before the Heisman, the Heisman, uh, the Heisman votes came out, I think he's the Heisman, the Heisman winner. I can tell you that. That was probably his best game of the season last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has been, you know, he, he's a winner and all that. But he he dropped off. He dropped off the last four or five games. Like he what? Like his first seven games were unbelievable. His last five, he did not play. Yeah, I but agree. Last night, boy, he played unbelievable. He played his best game of the season. That was he, hands down his best game. No, I I, I agree, I, and, and that's what I was trying to argue with some people who were like. It's kind of like the March Madness thing where everybody sees somebody in March Madness and they jump all over them. Oh, you got to draft them. You got to draft them. And it's like, because like, look at the the week, you know, the week in the Pac-12 championship, not nearly as good. One pick, one interception. And then against Washington State, two touchdowns, one pick, 18 to 33, 204. I mean, that's solid, but not great. Gets Oregon State, 13 to 28. You know, 162, two touchdowns. I mean, that, you know, like decent, you know, not bad. That's low 50%. That's that's below fifty percent completion percentage, which in, in college, I mean, hell, yes. uh, Knicks is what eighty percent this year. I mean, yeah, and it, it look at quarterback rating last night, one hundred eighty-eight point seven. He was at four hundred thirty. He was chance. He was awesome. He was unbelievable. He was a difference in the game. He outplayed yours for sure. Yeah, he did. He he did for sure. Um, and and you know, I I here's the thing, I think that. That old line is unbelievable for Washington. They're the Joe Moore Award winner. If you don't know, that means the, the, you know they they give it to the best old line in the country, and that was right. They give him all the time in the world, um, and then they have three legit receivers. They have two or three tight ends, and then they got oh. running backs too. Like like like, it, it is crazy. Like they don't recruit the best, but they just they just that's another team. You know, he's only been there two years, but he's done a great job developing these guys. Dunze is awesome. Dunze last night, six for 125, pulled five for 122. 